Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. Yeah, open up the chat room 
as we okay. begin this interview. So anyone that wants to go into the chat room, you can if you want to, you know, kick back and lay in the cut. And we will be sharing our notes. So, you know, make sure you sh- whatever you share with us is links. And I would like for everyone to take a moment to open up a window so that way when Curlin shares a link or any information, we can go there and check it out as we speak. This way we can take advantage of this technology. So the world wants to know, who is Curlin Fitz? All right. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I just want to start by thanking you for inviting me to your show. I think this is fantastic, and it's a, it's a great a great way to get information out about, you know, what we're all doing and, you know, and having folks call in and just having an interactive dialogue is excellent. Yeah. So yeah, about me, I mean, originally I am from Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, I come from a family of entrepreneurs. My, my grandfather, actually, his name is Curlin Hudson. He received okay. the first small business loan in Cincinnati for an African-American company, and he opened up a dry cleaners. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so the name of the dry cleaners then it was Hudson Brothers Dry Cleaners. And right. so when yeah, when my grandfather passed away, uh my mother took it over and so she's got some entrepreneurial spirit as well. And the business was they were in business for over fifty years. Uh and so, you know, it's like, you know, customers in a dry it's like a barbershop. Everybody's like family. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I got to know a lot of people that way. Um it, it was pretty awesome to kind of just witness, you know, the entrepreneurial spirit firsthand growing up that way. Yes. Um, my my older brother also is also in business, so I, I think business in general and entrepreneurship is is kind of in our blood. So. Yeah. So 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 that's that's kind of the entrepreneurial end. In terms of the computers, you know I, I you know I'm, I'm I started doing computers uh, in seventh eighth eighth grade junior high school. And, uh, you know, I just I fell in love immediately. I, I was attached all the time. Um, my high school was called Computers Unlimited, believe it or not. <laughs> it was a uh, inner-city high school. They created a uh-huh. computer program, and they put one right in the middle of a high school. So my okay. freshman year is when, when, when it started, and that is where I met my partner, who is my best friend, and we're in business today together. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so he's also from team. Ohio? Yeah, he's from Ohio as well. He's he's right. now here in Fresno as well. All right. He might be one of the callers, so you know, I I, I texted him the number, so he might be listening. His name is Damon yeah. Thomas. All right. Okay. Uh, uh, we had a funny we had a funny deal. So he was going to teach me how to break dance because he was break dancer <laughs> back then in in, in the mid eighties, and I was going to teach him uh-huh. how to dance. Okay. <laughs> so, so, so that was pretty fun, you know. Yes. So All right. well, I actually got my computer programming job when I was 15. That's kind of interesting. You know, I, uh, our high school was right across the street from the University of Cincinnati, and, uh, you know, my boss at the time came over, and he wanted a couple of computer programmers, and, and I was I actually got hired. So that was cool. Okay. So I've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Right. So when you first started engaging computers, is, did you engage from a programming? I know when I first um we had the first um, computers in my high school as well, and it was when I was in my senior year, and it was a programming course. Is that how you first yeah. engaged computers um, in programming? Well, really, you know, when I was in junior high school, there was a computer lab. There were Apple IIEs and TI-99, and they kind of just let us loose. Okay. And so I, I kind of just picked up programming from there. I, I learned, I started learning basic, 
I started there, and then I just kind of mm-hmm. proceeded from there. Okay, all right. I, I, play, I play a lot of video games, too. I think a lot of us during that time, we played a lot of video games. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So, um... So how did this, um, you know, envelope, did you you start your career, did you start your career out as an entrepreneur or were you in corporate for a while and then began your own business or, you know, how did you make your way to, um, as a business owner? Yeah, so I, I studied computer science in college. I went to Ohio State. I have a bachelor's degree in computer science. So as soon as I graduated, I got a job. I was doing some government contract work and, um, my wife read, uh, I met my wife in college uh, at the same during that same period, and so I was doing some corporate work. I moved to Fresno, still kind of doing corporate work, and then I started doing some consulting work. Mm-hmm. And you know, I started doing web design. And my partner at the time, my partner Damon was still in Ohio, and so you know he's the graphic design end of our business. So I was sending him back work, and so we just decided to you know I think six or eight years ago just come on out here and let's just do it together. Mm-hmm. So, so that's that's kind of how we started. So um, now, out there in Fresno, did you find it was just more opportunity out there? <laughs> no, it's less opportunity in Fresno. Okay. My, my, yeah, my, my wife got a job here, so I, I follow her out here. She, she is. She grew up in Oakland. She went to uh, UC Davis, which is near Sacramento. So she went. We, you know, my, my first visit to California, I was blown away because of the weather. So yeah, I was eager to leave Ohio at the time, but I, you know, I never thought about. I didn't even know where Fresno was. I never heard of Fresno until kind of we moved here. Um, so you know, it, it's 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 in the middle of the state, com- between LA and, and Sacramento. It's kind of very agricultural here. I mean, it's, it's it's getting to be a little bit more urban, but uh, just like a, it's a it's a different type of place. It's not like a metro area where there's just tons of opportunities, tons of technology. It's it's a little bit different, so we we have some some challenges in that in that respect, but it's it's changing slowly. Okay, alrighty. So you just made it work. <laughs> you made yeah, I mean, it work. because about four years ago, there was a group of people they put together a competition called the Fifty Nine Days of Code, and so they wanted to find out if there's any tech talent in this you know technical talent in the Central Valley. So they created this competition. You had to create a product in fifty nine days. And then you had to showcase it, you know, like in the in a, in a exhibitor booth. And then if your if your project was chosen, you could go up on stage and you could pitch. And we actually mm-hmm. won the first year. You know, we created a solution in 59 days, won a competition. And so, and what that competition did is it brought out a whole lot of people that we didn't even know about. So that was kind of that was kind of cool. All righty, great. And it kind of put that put you guys on the map. So now, as we talk about, I know I did share that you are the founder and CEO of Quick Lead. Can you give us that URL first so people can start begin to check it out? Sure, absolutely. So the actual name of the company is Quick Labs. Quick Lead oh, Quick Lab. is one of our products. Yeah, Quick Labs. So okay. Q-U-I-Q-L-A-B-S dot com. So that's kind of like our corporate page. And that particular product that you just spoke of is Quick Lead, and that's Q I K L dot com. So Quip Labs is Q U I P Q U I L A B P Q U I Q U I Q. Yes, Q U I Q L A B S dot com. 
don't, I don't know if it was on Google Plus. It probably was on Google Plus. But I read um, you did a post about something that you're um, doing now, something new you're real excited about that's just going to change the world. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's another, that, that, that's another project I'm working on. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you know uh, that, that's kind of off topic from what we're talking about. You know, with 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 Quick Lead and, and Quick Labs. Okay. Let, 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 let me just say this. You know, a lot of the reason a lot of businesses fail is because for 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 a couple of reasons. One, they don't understand that you have to get customer feedback before you build a product. So a lot of people have a good idea, they build a product, and they go to try to find a customer. And so, and, and this actually pertains to a lot of black businesses, you know. It, we yeah. need to solve, solve a customer problem first, you already have customers, and then you create a solution for them, you get feedback from them, and then you fix the product, and you, get, and you, you know, and then you sell, get feedback, you integrate the feedback. And so, and that's what we're doing with our products. We, you know, we want to make sure we're solving a problem and we're not just trying to, you know, through intuition or some, you know, strange feeling, create a product and hope that we can sell it. You want to actually solve yeah. a customer problem. And mm-hmm. so if more businesses take that approach, then the market's already there. You're not creating a product that people don't want. Yes. And so that, that yeah, that's, and that's what that's about. Well, that's great. It's a, it's a great need for it. And I think a lot of people, like, we do have great ideas, but, you know, even your great idea, you may have a great idea, you still have to do what's called a feasibility study. And this is what helps determine, you know, not just is the construction or the setup of the product or service is it feasible and cost-effective. Like you said, if there's no real need or if it's not solving a real problem, or at least a problem people feel that they have, you know, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to, you know, successfully market the product or right. sell the product. Yeah, so that is really that great. Particular, yeah, in that particular article that you read on Google Plus, you know, I, I hadn't blogged in I don't know how long, and I decided it just came to me, you know, let me write this blog about how to grow, and I'm I'm still figuring this out as I go, so, but, you know, how to grow a billion-dollar business. And, I mean, it's already out there, all the information. It's just we just got to take the information that's there, apply it to what we're doing, and, and just make it happen. Okay. All right. So y'all heard that here. Curlin is growing a billion-dollar business. <laughs> billion-dollar business. Yeah, you need to follow him <laughs> so that you can learn how to do the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and um, now getting back to um, Quick Labs. Q U I Q L A B S. Getting back yeah. to Quick Labs. What problem does Quick Labs solve? So solve people can understand why they should engage you. Okay, so first of all, if we look around at the businesses that we know, how many of them have a mobile website? Well, how many of them have a website? First of okay. all, second, how many of them have a mobile website? I mean, pull up their website on a mobile phone. And tell me about the experience that you have. Most 95% of the companies, it's going to be a lot of pinching and scrolling. It's not going to be formatted for mobile. So we have a solution that we that we put together. They call Quick Pages, where we can take any any web page and we can make it mobile, or, or a subset of their website, make it mobile. And so when people find them from Google, a Google search on their phone, when they get over to their website, it looks it's a mobile experience. 
Okay, so that, that, that's and that's thing. also yeah. great as far as you, you you construct landing pages for people. Yes, yeah, we we create create mobile landing pages. We tie them the QR code so that if you have some materials, a magazine, a postcard, a flyer, a business card with your QR code on there, you can immediately engage those people right away. The the, the other thing, the other problem that we're solving is we can show through our analytics package that there's engagement with a piece of marketing material. You know, if I, if I pass out 1,000 flyers, and unless someone calls me, I don't know how many eyeballs are hitting that flyer. But with our QR codes, if we can compel somebody to scan the QR code, maybe you scan, you get 25% off your web design. People scan it. We know that it was scanned, where it was scanned, what part of town, when it was scanned, the type of device. And if we capture them correctly, then that scan can generate a lead for us. Okay. So we can show that in real time. All right. Okay. Well, that's very important. <laughs> I do marketing, it is. so that is okay. very important, very key. <laughs> and for people, um, just you know, quick tip of knowledge: data sells. So when people are like, I'm trying to get a sponsorship. How do you get a sponsor? I want a sponsor. Can you help me get a sponsor? When I'm asked that question all the time, remember, data sells. So if you just think, I got a great idea, someone should sponsor it, people sponsor because they want access to your audience. The more relevant data you can give them as far as leads and and prove that you can drive sales, the better negotiation for sponsorship. So the ability to collect data and, you know, share that data or provide access to the data is what people buy. So data sells. So that is, like, so important. And that is something, like, early on, I remember when doing the emails and they started the analytics, that was, like, built in, and I just noticed over the years, they're like, oh, you know what? That became a more expensive factor. That was like before you used to automatically get there. Now you might get some stats, but if you actually want to know, you know, the lead or the email that generated that stat, that's another fee. And so access to that data now is much more um is much more expensive. They make it a tier. So um, I know I look for that any time. I can get in any format where the data can give me, I can get to the lead that sells because now you can follow up. Cause you can have, if you have a million people come to your website, that can be great. But if you don't capture any of that traffic, if you don't capture any of that data, it's not effective. Right, or if you don't have, yeah, I mean, if you don't have a great landing page, you might have a promotion. You know, a lot of people, they advertise, they have a promotion, and it goes right to their home page. But you really need yeah. to have a specific, a specific landing page for the promotion. And so, don't make people wade through <clears throat> all of this. They're not so, yeah, it. that's another great factor. That those mobile landing pages are really dynamic. So, you know, if you want to know why you should, I'm telling you as a marketing strategist, for 15 years, you want to um, to be, have a, a black company that you can go to, African-American-owned company that creates mobile landing pages and 
gives you that great data, you definitely want to engage. So there are a million other people out here fighting for your your space to do that. And um and definitely engage. And like landing pages is my big thing for our small businesses. Large businesses use them all the time, but our small businesses and our entrepreneurs, they have not yet begun to engage landing pages on the level that they should. Right. And so, I mean, and I, I think that, you know, I mean, bigger companies have more resources, and and so they, you know, they might have somebody on staff to do it. I mean, for us, our, our, uh, our click pages are very inexpensive. It's like we can get them up and running almost immediately because on a mobile phone, there's not a lot of, I mean, it's, it's limited real estate, and so there's only so much content you can display. Mm-hmm. So we can do them. We can do them fairly quickly. You know, I mean, somebody can come come to us. We can have one up with you know within within a couple of hours. You know, mobile landing page, a branded QR code, analytics package, all that in almost you know a couple of hours. Okay. So just for our audience, because I keep forgetting sometimes too. This is in the marketing platform and all. We have all types of people listening in. Just um, describe for people what a landing page is. Right. So a landing page is a web page that is is specific to like a campaign. So, you know, if, if Coca-Cola, they have, you know, let's say they didn't have the, the zero, I forget the name of their, whatever their diet version mm-hmm. is, but if they came out with their new diet drink or Gatorade comes out with a new flavor, they would put together a specific campaign for that. And so it would go into print, it would, you know, their commercials. So it would all be branded and it, all, it would all look the same. And so they could create a landing page with that same branding, same information, and on the landing page you want to capture a lead. So when people, when they either see the URL or they scan a QR code or they click a link in Facebook to come over to this landing page, it, it makes sense. It's consistent with the theme, with the brand, and it compels them. It, it somehow it has, there's a call to action on there. So, you know, click here to, to test out our, our latest drink or test out this or test out that. So there's a call to action. There's branding and there's there's capture, all that on one page. Yes, and it's single focus, and it's not like going to your website where you have a whole bunch of information, because people get get to landing pages because they've been driven there by something else. So that's really their ex- expectation. I saw an ad, I you know saw this, and so I went to the site, which is the landing page, I don't really expect to see anything else. I don't expect to have to go all through a website just to get to what I was looking for. So that's what makes the landing pages great. Alrighty, so um, we've, we've learned a lot. We've learned about QR codes. We've learned about landing pages, analytics. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so data, now data, data. Yes. And if people want to um, engage you, how should they best engage you? Right, you can find us on Facebook. Um, you can just go in into Facebook, do a search for Quick Lead. That's Q I K L E A D. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're on all the social networks. But I mean, if you want to go to our webpage, you can go there. That's Quick Labs. Q U I Q L A B S dot com. Uh, quick Lead. Q I K L E A D dot com. Uh, you can you can leave us a message on Facebook, on Twitter. You can call us. Our numbers on our website. Um, we're we're all over the internet, so okay. we can be found. Alrighty, and 
is there a number or just to find you online? Sure, no, yeah, the number is 559-745-5511. That's 559-745-5511. Okay. Yeah. Already. So, um, now since you said 559, we do have a caller on from the 559. Oh, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we well, have a caller from Facebook. He's going to call that. Okay. Yeah, it just says Facebook. So I didn't know you could call through Facebook. Hmm. It's interesting, or maybe someone's listening in. It's that interesting. Um, <laughs> technology is. is so um yeah curlin so i know you let us know about um can you share a little bit more and we went back to quick laugh um mm-hmm. but about your upcoming project is where you're working at to help people you know get this feedback from um potential customers as they're in the product development stage or testing an idea. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about how that actually manifests? Sure. How it will so, manifest? Right. So we're, we're creating a solution where anybody can log in, create an account with us, and they can start to kind of sketch out their idea. Okay. And, okay. and it, it kind of is – and essentially we're, we're creating – what it what it does is it takes you through a set of questions and in the very end you can have a business plan. But, oh, right. And so, right. And so part of that involves you know specifying your mission, your vision, your core mm-hmm. values, your uh, your customers, who your competitors are, and so, mm-hmm. in in in, and once you start to create those things, you can also invite collaborators. So okay. if I'm going to create a product, I should invite some people that understand. If, if it's, let's say I'm going to create some. I have an idea for a consumer electronics product, but I don't know any electrical engineering. Mm-hmm. So I can go in, start to define my product, and I can go and find an electrical engineer, invite them to my project, and I can start to engage with that person so I can get some ex- some expert feedback on what I'm trying to do. If I don't know about finance, I can invite a financial person to kind of review that part of my plan. If I don't know about marketing, and, of course, you know the whole idea is to sell something, I can engage somebody, and I can get some information on that aspect of my business. And then eventually, as I'm as I define my product more, I want to start to get feedback from customers. So maybe I got a hundred beta testers, so I can invite all of them to come and collaborate, and so I can start to get some good feedback from a variety of people. And so the system allows you to do all that. It allows you to manage all that information, all that data, and then it helps you to create a product. It'll allow you to put in metrics. So the number of new customers you created, the number of new referrals, the number of people that you retained, and so over time, as you're as you're earning that information, if for instance next month I have fewer customers, well there's something wrong, and I need to analyze that. And so as I'm putting in information into the system, it'll help me to figure out how well I'm doing. And if I'm not getting new customers, well maybe I need to increase my uh, my, my customer segment. Maybe I need to look for a different customer set or I need to increase my marketing. I need to maybe get another salesperson. And so rather than just randomly, oh, man, I'm not making any, that much more money, well, okay, so if I can look at it 
at an aggregate, it can tell it can help me it can help me figure out why I'm not doing that. And so, you know, a lot of a lot of I mean, the vast majority of businesses don't do well because they don't you know they're not analyzing some of that basic information so on on a regular basis. And it's, it's kind of yeah. hard to do it if you don't have a good tool to do it. And so we're trying to create. Yeah, and even like, and um, this happens in in corporate a lot as well. So, don't think this is just a small business issue. And sometimes in corporate, it's worse because you have so many different departments that don't connect, and a lot of times different departments don't understand the importance of marketing, what role it's playing. So, each department is in a sense working autonomously. So where you have where you can. And that's how people, we create these to create a great business plan to get funding, and then it'll kind of sit. The new models for business plans are now ninety day reviews, like where you set up your goals and things for ninety days, and then you review this and you evaluate and measure it every ninety days, so you can make adjustments as you go along, and don't wait. You know, have to wait so long. So. What Curlin is speaking of is so innovative because what it's doing is it's bringing that standard business plan, which is supposed to be a planning tool, but instead of it just being this big, thick document, you pour out, you know, like they've, you know, gone to this 90-day planning thing. Well, now by you consistently engaging and putting in information and, and metrics and engaging that plan, and you get to do it online collaboratively by you constantly throwing in your metric and say, in a, like marketing, we use dashboards. But it's like having a business dashboard as opposed to just a marketing dashboard. And you are constantly engaging it with information that you can look at and see um, quicker where's the problem or where there's an opportunity. And you can better know sooner where and how to focus your resources. So it sounds like a really excellent tool. I mean, yeah, and it's interesting you said dashboard because we call it the visionary dashboard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's, just, it's like a marketing dashboard, like you said, but it's, it's for the entire business <laughs> instead of just one segment. And I think far as like with corporate America, that's like paramount. And what um, what will give you your edge, everyone has these separate pieces. Like you can get this kind of software here and this kind of software here. You can measure this for 200 a month, but if you want to measure one more item, it'll cost you three more hundred a month. If you want to measure one more, you have to 1,000, you know, by, by mm-hmm. getting your whole full measurement. So by you offering, you know, an overall product that, you know, based off the, the business model that can be developed and planned, um, that will give you a competitive edge. That one, and people having to gain, you know, you, have, you get this from here, you get that from there, you get that from there. Because I even had actually started a concept to part of that because the cost to small businesses from for some of these, tools that are out there, these marketing tools and measurements and dashboards and things can get pretty pricey because, like I said, everything is separated. This one tool measures this, this does this, this does that. This is just social media. But having that overall picture seems to be um, 
it would be kind of expensive, and you'd be engaging so many different tools. So I think what you're doing is excellent, you know. Well, and I like to, I like to add to that just real fast. I mean, you you know, you you brought up the key word, which is what we're what this is all about is the business model, and you know. So ultimately, what we want to create is a, a database of, or a, a directory of business models. That, mm-hmm. That's part of what we want to do. So, you know, when a lot of businesses get started, they're compelled to write a business plan. Well, if you can download a model, let's say you want to start a, a social media company, right? You can go find the business model for social media, and it'll tell you who your target market is. It can tell you who the competition is. It can tell you you know, kind of, it could help you figure out what the metrics are that you need, to, the things you need to track. And, mm-hmm. I mean, that does most of the work for you. A lot of people, they don't write a business plan because they think it's very difficult, and it really isn't, but it's just something extra that's not in their domain. And so if we can alleviate, if we can help them with that, we, we I mean, that, that's huge. I mean, more, more yeah, it's huge. It is, yeah. It's, yeah especially yeah, more, when you get business. industry specific and, Exactly, and because of the rate that it's, the information is coming in, it's like so much better. You know, <laughs> years ago, like when I started, you, know, you do all that research. You have to go into the library and all. Half the time, by the time you pull together your research and your business plan and get it all together and go seek funding, it, it may get you great funding, but the use of it in the practical it becomes almost impractical because it's dated. So right. by this being um, more real-time, you can actually, you know, engage and um, see kind of what's going on in industry because technology moves us at such a quicker pace. Right. That, um, yeah, if, you were, if you're if you reviewing um, a business model for a social media company and you're reviewing information received at, January of 2013, that's, that may be a bit off skew by January 2015. Right. So you're going to go so. ahead. <laughs> you're not, you won't last long with that, that two-year-old two information. So, yeah. Absolutely. So, so, so that's, that's that, one of the things, you know. Mm-hmm. No, you're just proof of how we have, why the Urban Tech Fair model is discover Silicon Valley in your own backyard. We and we equate Silicon Valley to talent, resources, and innovation. And right there, you like how many people knew what um, part of Ohio did you say you were from? Uh, I was born in Cincinnati. You okay, know, Cincinnati, in Cincinnati. Ohio, Cincinnati. Yeah. And I, I, I um, went to Ohio State. That's in Columbus. So I lived yeah. there for a little while. So how many Ohioans knew that you had curling fits in your own backyard? How many? <laughs> you just didn't even know. I knew him. I knew that. That was that dude who used to live down the street. Yeah. But a lot of times we get, you know, and that's dudging technology kind of can send us inward and centered and, and, and singular focused sometimes. Mm-hmm. And we forget to merge out and, and, and get back out, especially in our areas. We might network all over the world, but don't know who lives three doors up the street or around the corner. It could be a rocket scientist on your block or in your neighborhood, right. and you just didn't realize it. So um, that's what um, that's one of the main goals, because Jim did this digital drummer as a blog. He started with Yahoo!, 
And then he just started opening up various other blogs. But Jim used to send out information. I was like, oh, wow, I didn't know it was black folks that did this. I didn't know that that and Oh, I didn't know you could just do He would just send out information just the everyday person may not know about technology and who's doing what in technology and things we actually had access to. And um, so this is just, um, it's just dynamic, you know, the people. And uh, Mike Green said it, um, or it came out of our funding our own Silicon Valleys. That's one of the things that really came out. Mike started, we need to develop an ecosystem. And we may have, but we need to define and shape that and, you know, pull together to um, actually to continue to build. And I, I am going to contact you, Curlin, you know, on your idea and because um, we're getting ready. Um, we just submitted for the Knights Cities Challenge, and that's for um, individual organizations that have an idea that helps cities and night cities, yeah. whether it's your own city or various cities. And, you know, the urban tech fair is city-based. <laughs> Everything takes right. place in a city and is meant to benefit that city. But um, what you have is, you know, uh, you know, a great partner. So we actually have a, a section. We're calling it our own Innovation Nation. We had to come up with a name for it. But we have, you know, great members that are doing some great things and formulating, creating some great things. So, we want to showcase those, and especially what you have is relevant, you know, to cities. It really helps empower the businesses in that city and um, can uh, really bring out what's going on there. So we have several callers on the line, so I want to know if anyone is interested in asking any questions. We actually we have Atlanta. they got the ATL. Um, 415, is that Ohio? No, I think that's uh, um, California. I think that's San Francisco. I think that's uh, San Francisco. Okay, Oakland, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we got. Or, or, or uh, we, it's California. Yeah, maybe. I think that might be San Francisco. Four one five, maybe <laughs> up, mm-hmm. up in the Bay Area. We got seven seven five, and we have Facebook. So if any of you guys want to ask any questions or share any information, just you know, press one, and I'll open up your line. And um, if any else, can I, can I, yes. I'm, I'm sorry. Can I talk a little bit to uh, what you mentioned about, you know, having all these folks in your backyard? I, I think one of the things we need to do is, you know, we need to create a, like an urban directory. We need we need to know who all the all the salespeople are, all the mar- marketing people, all the graphic designers, web developers, social media marketers, you know, software developers, yes. technical trainers. We need to know who those people are because. You know, like I said, if you if you look at most people's websites, especially in our community, there they could I'm sure they can use a little work. So there's tons of work out there for all of us. And if we can kind of get together and figure out, you know, well, okay, so what 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 can we do to help folks move from point A to point B and help them you know grow one little part of their business? That 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 will stim- stimulate the economy in so many ways. You know, yeah. the reason well, they had that 59 days. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying one of our members, Bonnie Sandy, um, she's actually working at that. She, you know, that's one of the things she does, and she instructs us all the time. But Bonnie um, really 
she's really, really a stickler on getting us ready. If you do want venture capital certain funding, there are just certain things you have to do. And just so she is one that really constantly teaches us. She has this vast um, knowledge. She's out of New York. She um, herself specifically works with the um, cottage industry as far as fashion and design, but she um, is much a very stickler. And she, there. I know she's working on a directory, and to actually have it, you know, authenticated. Like, as if you go to Angie's list and get a recommendation, you know that that business is what it says it is, and they actually do what they say they do. As opposed to, we have a lot of directories, and you may be thinking that you're going to a black business directory, but the businesses may or may not be black owned, or if something's listed there, the information's outdated and. So um, there seems to be a lack of quality directories there. So, um, and everything you state is just true. We we need to, we really need to do that, and all of that needs to be part of our ecosystem. Absolutely. And you were sharing us with the fifty nine days of code. Yeah, I mean the reason they had that competition here in Fresno was to determine is there actually any tech talent here. And I mean people came out in droves. I think the first year. I, I could be wrong. I might be misquoting, but I think there were 50 teams in the, that first year. Maybe not. Maybe 25 teams. But it went on. This year was the last year, 2014. But every year it grew. So I think we could do something to draw out, you know, our people in these various areas to determine who, who where, where is the talent, you know, what is the talent, and how do we utilize the talent. Well, the Urban Tech Fair will actually help, you know do that because the Urban Tech Fair is a 30-day event and it happens in various cities. Each city hosts their own Urban Tech Fair while we plan nationally. Each city hosts an individual tech fair and the infrastructure is it, designed to really pull people out. We um, have various different tracks and each city chooses, you know, which areas within each track they want to focus on. And we have like a few national speakers, but um, or presenters, but the most of them are locally because you know that this way they can showcase you know locally who's doing what from vendors to seminars, workshops. Um, we do um, the virtual. We do a seven-day ground fair, and um, we have a contest. Um, you know, a few. We have at least during that thirty day, we have two um, press conferences. So um, in everywhere, our structure is gearing things to actually showcase. So we're actually okay. even gearing up a platform um, to showcase the various businesses and in their best light wherever they are. So whoever wants to engage a business or support or help a business, some people want businesses that are ready for venture capital. Some people want people who just have a great idea, but they need other type of help. You know, there are different stages of business and development, and there are different stages at which people want to engage. So um, as opposed to everyone having to be a certain amount ready, we just want to engage everyone at their best where they are and then use the resources that exist to help move that business to show them, you know, you can move from here to where you want to go, and these are the resources that can help you do it. So, um, 
but that's what's just so great about about you curling and um it's just dynamic all of the the genius and the greatness we have out there and the love for technology it just puts a whole different you know light on what um typically the urban or african american black person looks like interests are i think when you really start coming to these shows you can see that the interest in technology and it's not just the young people people of all ages did you had ever had the opportunity to check off Joe's check out Joseph um, Salter's show uh no i have not okay if you get a chance check him out um you know he's established the first um black owned 3D video gaming company and um his show is totally about gaming and the opportunities that exist in the gaming industry and how to engage it. But that was real interesting. And he was on the um, the same solution cast you were on, Curlin. How we yeah, connected I remember with that. you? Yeah, yeah. He did his was his video wasn't working as well, so he didn't get yes. a chance to speak as much. But wow, when I did hear him speak, you know, so. That was just a special thing. So um, that whole funding platform, everyone there was so dynamic, and we're going to hear from everyone over time, and we're all going to come back together. So I do want to urge our community that's listening in to support. First of all, if you're a business, just quick check out Quick Labs, you know, give a call and see how they can support you in doing business better. And then... If you are, you know, looking for tech investments, you know, if if you want, you know, have looking to invest into the tech area, you want to know solid businesses and things, you know, again, contact um, Quick Labs and contact Curlin. They can definitely use your support. As you hear, he has an existing business that's definitely worth supporting, and we're you know, with the visionary dashboard. And I'm pretty sure that's just one of many <laughs> that exists within your mind. But we have to really start supporting one another. So, um and you know, if you don't know how to do that, just ask questions. When you start to ask questions you'll be surprised what information comes to you. Right. So um Again, anyone want to call in? We got nine minutes left. If you want to call in, it's six four six seven one six seven nine nine four. And um, curling, you, you know, want to give us some parting words and wisdom? Well, you know, one of the other things we're doing with with Quick Labs is we're creating a uh, we call it we're creating a, a little side thing called the Quick Academy. And you know, we run into people all the time. They they need some you know, social media training, LinkedIn training, um, or actually they, they have those needs, but they don't know how to do it. So, you know, people go out, create a Facebook personal page and try to make it their business page, and they're getting mm-hmm. friends instead of likes. And so, you know, one of the things we're doing is we want to educate people on, you know, what is the best way to utilize Facebook, how to get your Facebook page set up, you know, because, again, people are looking at these various places for your business, and so you need to have them set up right you know, you need mm-hmm. to have your LinkedIn profile. You know, my LinkedIn profile is not up to date like it needs to be, but, you know, a lot of people, I mean, LinkedIn is a goldmine if people utilize it correctly. My, my partner, Damon, 
he he mines LinkedIn on a regular basis. I mean, we make so many meetings with LinkedIn, it, it's unbelievable. You know, yeah. you know, you gotta you gotta make sure you're using Twitter the right way and Pinterest, and things need to be synchronized, and you gotta have your branding right. And so, you know, so we're we're gonna start at the end of October, early November, the Quick Academy, and then ultimately, what we want to do is we want to have a big, you know, 40 foot diesel bus where we're rolling around a mobile hotspot. We can invite some people on our bus, and in, in various areas, that might not, yeah, might not necessarily have those those facilities. Come on the bus. We can show you how to do some basic stuff and just kind of just keep it moving, you know. Right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we're we're, uh, we're we're excited. I mean, it's it's a it's a huge opportunity to to just help people, you know. This technology we use it every day, so it's like it's kind of just it's natural. But a lot of people are their their business is natural to them, you know. Whatever widget is they make, they know how to do that really well. But some of this technology, these mobile phones, it might not be so natural. And so we want to try to bridge that divide so that, you know, these businesses that have they're excellent, they can look excellent online as well. Yes, and that's so important. So many people don't know how to properly engage each platform. And each platform has its own voice. And they don't um a lot of people aren't taking benefit. Um LinkedIn, if you're a professional, you must be on LinkedIn. And, I mean, that's just no doubt about it. And not just have a profile on there. You need to engage LinkedIn. I don't um, engage it nearly as much as I do, but my, most of my, my business comes from LinkedIn because I do make sure that on my profile I update as far as my projects and professional um, work that I do. And that alone, because people are really searching, but it's um, – People in Pinterest, people, a lot of times they use it, but they're not using it the best way to generate revenue. And people are putting up pictures that don't link back to their websites. And they're they're great for driving traffic maybe somewhere else, but they don't know how to um, actually drive their own traffic and make sales. And so I think that is very important. And a lot of people would like to... A lot of times, because technology also moves so fast, a lot of it is so much trial and error. Oh, this new, go out there, you trial and error, you figure it out. But whenever you have the opportunity that you can go learn how to do it, <laughs> for me, that sounds so good. <laughs> All right, just absolutely. Go learn, you know, let me go over here and learn what's the best way to do it, and especially in the way, you know, you guys would teach, you know, how to um engage it in a way that will help move your business forward. Well, that's exciting. So quick, um, you got the Quick Academy. You're going to put it on wheels. Quick Academy. <laughs> yeah, that's coming. Yeah. All righty. So is it initially going to be online, or is it going to be at a facility, and then you're going to put it on wheels? Right. We're going to initially it's going to be in a facility. So we're okay. going to invite people out. You know, we'll, so we'll do interactive social media training, LinkedIn, uh, and then eventually, as we capture content, we're going to make it available online. And okay. then ultimately, we're going to put it on wheels. Great. That sounds really exciting. So I told you it was way more things in the head than just what he stated already. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I know so many of us have that. So it has really been great, Curlin. So I guess um, – do you have any parting wisdom for us? 
anything. You had 30 seconds in the whole world listening. What would you like to know? Yeah, so, I mean, so being an entrepreneur, you know, it obviously is, it's fun at times. It's very challenging. Uh, you know, find a good partner, somebody that you're compatible with, you know, and, and change the world. You know, apply what you know. There's a market for it out there. you got to solve, a, find a customer problem to solve, create a product, build a business, and, and, and go for it. Then don't quit. All righty. <laughs> that, is, that is it. Well, thank you so much for tuning, I mean, for being our guest, not tuning in, but for being our guest. And I hope everyone enjoyed all of these pearls of wisdom, this information. Um, We all should have learned a lot um, from this show. And um, we are here to support you. So, you know, you're in our database. You know, call on, make sure you're part of the Facebook group because there's some dynamic people there. And, um, you know, we're looking whatever way we can really, what I think is most special about the people that are part of the Urban Tech Fair, they have a true desire to build a better community. It's real. And they're willing to put their talent, efforts, and money where their mouth is. And um, and then they're such visionaries. So when you have, you know, true committed people, that are committed to making a difference, to being a difference and changing or building up their community and then are such visionaries and doers. It's like, hmm, it's just like, you know, the sky is the limit. So I'm excited. And um, curling is part of this when we did that funding solution cast. I call that group the ecosystem. That's what I call them because whatever we need to build the ecosystem, one of those people came to that solution cast. So it's nothing we created. We just happened to have an event, an online event. All of these people tuned in, but they all play a great part. So I'm hoping to get everyone on. We should have everyone on by the end of the year. And next year we're going to host um, uh, another level of the solution cast. But I want to get some of our finance people on to talk to people about, you know, finance and investing and, you know, black-owned mutual funds, investment vehicles, and how through these investment vehicles you can still invest in various techs. And so we want to get some financial people coming together to see if we can somehow, you know, build a plan or a way that people can actually invest in, um, you know, these different businesses, people that are really looking to. Like, you know, I have so much money that I can put away to investing, I want, but I want to make sure it's making a difference. It's really building a company. So we want to see what we can come, you know, come up with for those people that, um, you know, they may invest, they may do the stock market, but if they know that they can focus where their investment is going and um, that they have real return, we're going to see what we can make happen in that realm. So for the Urban Tech Fair, yeah, just visit us online at www.urbantechfair.org. If everybody can give a big shout-out and a big healing blessing, send it out to Jim. You know, he has the um, had brain cancer, but he is recovering very well, and UCLA has accepted him into a special program. 
because he's done over and above and beyond anything expected. After the first surgery, they told him he probably wouldn't be able to walk or talk. And afterwards, he was playing chess. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Where he beat his opponent three out of four games. (laughs) Wow. Um, Yeah, so they're kind of doing some write-ups on him. (laughs) He is, you know, really working at his recovering. And you see he comes online, he checks you guys out. Just sometimes right now Sunday nights is right after chemo. So, um, but just keep, you know, keep it up for him out there. He's still looking. He's excited about everyone and that you guys, you know, just respect enough to come on the show, give the interview to share information. And like I said, check us out at www.urbantechfair.org. And we're moving forward. And um, can I say one more thing here? Yes, give us a call to action, Curlin, after your one more thing. Yeah, that's that's the call to action. The call to action is let's get every black business a, a great online presence by the end of 2015. That should be our goal. Great. You know, let's leave no one behind. Let's get them all online, get them all social media up. And on LinkedIn, and let's just let's just do that. Okay, great. All right, all righty, all right, everyone. So you know, it's a call to action. So that means you got to call Curl and ask what's the next step. So <laughs> they had to all right, give me contact a call. with him, connect with him, so we can figure out. Okay, what's our next step? What do we need to do <laughs> to make out. sure that happens? Okay. <laughs> Everyone have a great week and thank you for tuning in and as I say, have a great week. And right, thank you, Curlin. Alright, God bless you. Shout out to Trade Winds over in the chat room for hanging out with us in the chat room. <laughs> All right. Okay, All right. peace. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.